Bitch, you don't scare me. You trying to come at me with some chia? Man, I'm old school. I play for keeps. What you got? All right, all right, all right. The code in the matrix comes from what food recipes? A, sushi recipes. B, dumpling. C, stir fry. D, pad thai. It's all very Asian inspired. It is. I'm going to say dumplings because that's how I party. The answer is... A, sushi recipes. Bonus fact, a production designer scanned symbols from his wife's sushi cookbooks, then manipulated them to create the iconic code Secondary you see in the Secondary bonus fact, this isn't <laughs> fucking trivia. This is just uh, shit you may know. For the first one, I thought that was... Um, Informative? Yeah. No, it was busting my balls over here. Who actually drew the sketch of Rose in Titanic? A, Leonardo DiCaprio. B, Billy Zane. C, James Cameron, D, Kathy Bates. Oh, naturally, it's Kathy Bates. Uh, why? Because she's not in the film, is she? Yeah, she is. She is? Yeah, I think she's like those, the bits at the start and the end of the film that are present day. Okay. Yep. All right. That, uh, eh. Naturally, Answer. Billy Zane. C, James Cameron, the director. Bonus uh. fact, unlike Jack's French girls, Kate Winslet wore a bathing suit while Cameron sketched the picture in Cole. And lastly, who's voice, who voices Joy in Pixar's Inside Out? Oh, that's an easy one. That was uh, Rashida Jones. <laughs> Amy Poehler, of course. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. We back, baby. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 1 of Not Another Podcast. I need to energize up. Ooh. Step up. Yeah, dog. Get ready for the next hour. Season 18. (laughs) Minus 10. Yes. It is 18818. Oh, wait. Got you. She's back. He's got a spring in his step. He's ready for this next season. She's lying. He's fed and tired. (laughs) So he's chilling. Oh, no. I fed him and now he's going to sleep. It's just going to be me on the podcast. Good. Hello, my burger. You're welcome. Thank you. Hello, Fresh. Uh, again, looking for sponsors. We've been calling out since season one. Nothing yet. We need to get some Patreons. Yeah, we I need... just want to do that. Uh, well, that means actually looking into it. You don't want to know how people get Patreons. <laughs> Six headshots. Something like that. No, it's just usually Inside ex- joke, guys. exclusive content. So you need to offer them something. Oh. And we're, we're a pair of schlubs oh. putting this shit out there for free for people like young right. Amelia, your student who... I'm guessing she put that we're the best thing in the world in a time capsule or something. So. <laughs> Greatest podcast podcast of all time, yes. And thank you. I actually learned a lot as well, Amelia. Thank you for that. <laughs> there were some stats popping up in there that I just kept looking over at young Jay and I was like, oh. Some facts, some stats, I didn't rhetorical know that. question. Yeah, that's right. We did we did show that, Amelia. And you, you aged me because you reminded me that I've known Jade for 29 years. <laughs> and now we feel old. That is the sound of our segment. What have you watched lately? 
And it's been a lot of things. It's been a long time since we casted last, since our last cast. Our last cast of the cast cast. So we've got a long list, plus I've just been on a week and a bit of school holidays. We're a few days out from Christmas. The list is long, but we're ready to hit you later. We're going to be talking about a Dune and Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. So watch this space already for that. But in the last few weeks, however long it's been, uh, Scusi and I finish season three, Line of Duty, Netflix. British, Still loving right? that. British show about AC12 investigating corrupt cops. Um, season three, just as good as the rest. They get better and better. And then I watched season three of Titans, which most recently came up onto Netflix, but I'd watched it before that. Um, again, loving that and the return of young Diana. I watched a movie called, because these are so long ago, I'm like, what are these things? Night Teeth. 2021 film on Netflix about vampires. Sounds terrible. It was terrible. Correct. Uh, Have anyone in it? Megan Fox has a cameo. The chick from (laughs) Euphoria. The main lead. Wait, which chick from Euphoria? The heavies? Yeah. Okay. The blonde. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That her and Megan are in scenes together. And then, because they're working for the bad guy or whatever it is. But the leads were sort of unknown to me. So, I don't know, one of those movies. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't need to be any sort of mood to watch it. Ooh, a big one on my list here. Wentworth, season nine, the series finale of one of my favourite all-time shows. Not even just Australian shows, but shows altogether. Um, all episodes are now, because it was a Foxtel show, available on Binge. If you haven't seen it before, do yourself a favour, watch Australian acting at its finest and go check out Wentworth. I would watch it again in a heartbeat. I watched season two of The Circle. Sometimes you need to just switch off the social media um, influenced reality show where they go and pretend to either be a catfish or not um, to win a. Mi- oh, that's probably not even a million dollars. It's probably like a hundred thousand. Production for that would be really easy during COVID, huh? Yes, they're all in yeah. their separate hotel yeah, yeah, room. Yeah. So oh, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like this is kind of COVID friendly for those people. You season three. Boo. Boo. No. Rhymes with you is what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> Just throwing some rhymes out for y'all. Damn I am wearing my Outcast t-shirt, so we got to get some wrap-up in this at some point. That's more of a groovy tune than rap diddlies. Rap diddlies. I'm sorry, I'm bringing down the energy. Yeah, what wow. you got next? Oh, bitch? yeah, live it up, live it up. I read got? a book. Got? Oh. Does that bring the energy down? Kind of, because I, I won't have any questions <laughs> about it, most likely. That's good. I'll just state the title, Where the Crawdads Sing. It's still number one in the top 100 at Dimmick's, written by Delilah Owens. Is it about um, crawfish? Nope. All right, no more questions. Crawdads are birds, and she lives in some gully, and she's a bit of an outcast in the town. And two pages from the end of my, I don't, I don't think I like this book. I'm a little bit depressed. I don't like how this is ending. And then next page, everything you wanted to happen goes down, and you're like, boom, back up. Five out of five stars. Really enjoyed it. It was actually a gift from one of my student teachers, so shout out to Tim. Um, this feels like a while ago, but I saw the MCU's The Eternals featuring my girl, Salma Hayek. And that was a long time ago. You still haven't seen that. Um, and really, there is no real urge to do that. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't anything to rave about, like Spider-Man, which we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, Eternals, eh, see it. We'll I have see a question it. about It'll be Eternals. on Disney at, at some point. Yeah. It, was it worth seeing it in the cinema? Um, you can just say no. No. Okay. There we go. Cool, moving on. Excellent, love that. Stargirl Season 2, another CW 
Arrowverse show. Um, again, you can watch it on Binge. And yes, Luke Wilson is still in that. Right and it's coming back for a season three. I watched the series finale of Supergirl, which was season six. Again, part of the Arrowverse, CW. Um, watched it from the start. So that was good to see it come to a happy ending. <laughs> so to speak. Uh, American Crime Story Impeachment, yeah. which is season three for the franchise. You've also seen it with our girl Beanie Feldstein playing Monica Lewinsky in the scandal of the Bill Clinton cheating escapades, played by Clive Owen, his wife, Hillary, played by Edie Falco. And uh, who's the main chick? Sarah Paulson plays, forget her name, uh, Linda Trip. Trip. The one who broke the news to everyone, basically, and, and broke the poor girl's heart, too, at to the same time. Tried to play a victim and still is to this day. Yes, very interesting. Fame whore. And, uh, yeah. I hadn't actually watched any of the American Crime Story franchise before. OJ1 is bitching. Yeah. Like, really I good. I figured that would be a bit more intense because it's this crime they're trying to solve. And, uh, oh, it's the trial still. Okay. Yep. And uh, then there was the uh, Versace is it she? Yes. Yes. With uh, Penelope Cruz. Yes, she's she's there as Donatella. Uh, that was a bit up and down, mm. but like it was still very representative of like it was it was good TV. Yeah. Right. Um, I didn't get into impeachment that much. I had ebbs and flows. Very drawn first, out. Yeah. First couple of episodes, I was like, eh. Then I think episode three and four when. Uh, uh, Seem a bit more of Bill at that point. Well, also Billy Eichner, when they introduced him as like uh, the the weird old school reporter guy who's got the website with the hat. Oh and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked his like thing and um, his vibe. Yeah, you know, and Billy Eichner's a funny dude. He is. And um, there was a few episodes where I was like, oh fuck yeah, and then pretty much the last few episodes I watched mm. in succession. Nothing really hit or yeah. made me feel like there was any finality to it, which no. it's real life, so I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that's true. And it's part of it. It's, it just, and when it ended, I was just like, it just ended. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't necessarily going to rush out and tell everyone to watch it, but if you are invested in knowing a lot more of behind the scenes of the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal, then definitely check it out. I think and it's on... As well now. The only way I was ever informed about all this stuff as well yeah. was via SNL. Yes. So there's a lot of comedy about it. Tied in a lot of stuff I already knew and kind of reminded me of certain people that were, you know, involved in it. But at the same time, I was just like, I can't even remember like Monica Lewinsky's temperament. So I don't know if Beanie's doing mm, a good job. Yeah, I know, right? I thought yeah. Clive did an okay yeah. job as Bill. Edie Falco is just too much of a powerhouse to be anybody else, so I couldn't see her as Hillary. She wasn't in a lot till really right at the right end. Right at the end, she? yeah. When <clears throat> you know, it's just like, what, what, what did you tell me, Hillary, about if you married that man at the gas station? I said if I married him, he'd be president. You know, <laughs> that's that right, was yeah. like her moment. Yeah, I think um, probably the supreme acting on the show would have been Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp because you really do lose Sarah Paulson that in woman that character. Is just fucking she needs Phenomenal. to settle down because she's so damn good, yeah. you know? She's really kicked off in the last ten years in particular, which has been awesome to see. Thanks to um American Horror Story in particular. Oh, also she was really good in the the OJ, OJ trials. trials. Yeah, she won yeah. her first Emmy for that and that where it was like she's been on the up ever since then. Which was also kind of fucked because she was doing like she was doing crime story and horror story That's right. at the exact same time. So she yeah. was doing like 20 hour days or something. Oh my God. What yeah. a champion. Um, I finished Call of Duty Vanguard, the latest in the franchise, but on PS5, 
Um, I read The Underdog by Marcus Zusak, one of my favourite authors, an Australian author who wrote Book Thief. I watched Wreck-It Ralph for the first time via Disney+. Plus. Why? Why, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to get more Disney shows in that I haven't watched before, but... So you didn't, like, have a child present or something? No, no. I was like, oh... You independently chose to watch it? I think it, it was on a Saturday night, too. <laughs> it's pretty depressing. Oh, then my auntie ended up ringing me, and we had... We were in hysterics laughing, not about the movie, and I was just talking to her whilst the rest of the movie played out. <laughs> it was much more interesting at that time. Um, I watched Red Notice with Gal, Ryan, and Dwayne on said Netflix. Did you? I did. Yeah. You were there? That's right. <laughs> 18 minutes in, the doorbell rings. Yeah. Isn't that this, Annie Lisa, who I was a, just speaking about? I was going to say, was that the same art? There we go. It's the same one. I watched season three of Jan, which is a little uh, Canadian sitcom with Jan Arden. It's a good laugh. It's, I don't, it's a very niche audience, I think. Then I watched season three of The Circle, because yeah, that's what you do. Oh, season one back. of Seinfeld. Excuse and I are watching that on Netflix. Season one's like six apps, so we mm-hmm. got through that really quick. And last but not least, Apple TV Plus's The Morning Show, season two with Miguel, Jennifer Aniston, and Reese. <laughs> no way. Morning Absolutely Wars. not. Wait, morning well, Wars here in Australia, yes. Yeah. 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 Because we already got a morning show, apparently. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I've saved the rest for other eps. What have you watched recently? Uh, December no. 2021. Nothing in particular. I watched uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, you haven't seen that yet, right? No. Did I lend you that on you disc? Did. I, Aha, I can give it back to you. Right, it's all coming back to me. Last episode. You're like, do you want it? I got no fucking use for it. Because <laughs> it's a Blu ray disc. Mm. So I watched that. It was. Um, Nothing special. It was a movie. It's not special like the first one because the first one's such an original concept. And do then you're you, like, oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> do you remember what I messaged you when I was watching it? Oh, no. The kid Damn got it. his oh. leg stuck in a bear trap. That's right. And you thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I was not. You are right. messed up, son. I wasn't in the right heads, but that was just the way you <laughs> screamed. I just went, ha <laughs> 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 stupid <laughs> shit. Anyway, uh, Venom Let There Be Hange, which we'll talk about a wee bit later, I'm yep. assuming. Uh, speaking of Carnage. A word that some <laughs> some people rhyme with if they're a rapper. Like, Carnage and Savage. No, they never do. Watch a movie called Savage, a New Zealander movie. Lead was uh, an Aussie bloke. It's based on uh, kind of like a, a bikey gang. I say kind of because they're all patched up, but no one rides a motorcycle. Um, very, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very what? stupid thing. Yeah, they're just oh a gang. God, they're a gang, essentially. But... Um, you know, do like low-level crimes, and it's about Savage, yeah. the sergeant of arms, who's basically he doesn't want to be the guy that goes around beating the shit out of everybody anymore. Mm. But they're like, you're one of the crew, you can't leave. It's very intense, really good movie. Yeah, right. Got kind of like flashes back and forth to him when he was like in a boy's home and mm-hmm. how he grew up, and he's got like a, a massive tattoo just across his face, under Gold. his eyes, and on his nose. So like, he, he's a white boy, but he's just like fully into. Did you ever hear about that? That Drake fan who oh, got God. Drake tattooed across her forehead because it's one of his rap lyrics. And so she posted on Twitter and he just tore the shit out of her like, why the fuck would you do that? It's just a rap lyric. Uh, it's not a literal instruction. And I think she's in the process of getting removed. Yeah. Like, that is sad. Well, it's a mentally ill person probably. Yeah, well, maybe. Did she try to sue him? Like, oh, I got no idea. Did. I didn't follow it after that. I just thought it was hilarious. That's pretty funny. I saw a little movie on Disney oh. Plus called 
Shang-Chi. Oh, Shang-Chi. Sorry. Shung, hadn't seen Shung that until this point. Shang-Chi. Really? Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Really enjoyed Ben Kingsley's influence on Oh, it. my God. Aquafina. I forget the gentleman who played Shang-Chi, but I really liked him. Jake that played his sister as well. And also, Ronnie Chung shows up. He's got like a bit of a cameo in there. He's a he's a comedian. Yeah, right. Um, enjoyed it for the most part. I liked when they were out in the real world before they went to like the mystical world. And you know how yeah. I am with the end fight scenes. Yeah. It's just too much for me. But on a whole, I really enjoyed it. I liked his introduction and I liked... I know, he's in the MCU, baby. Wong showed up. He's now well. in those title credits. Right on. And uh, it is it is, is the season to be jolly. Oh, here so we go. Christmas theme shit. That's right. So uh, I've got pretty much five Christmas movies that I'll either watch oh, around Christmas time every go. year. Or Can I guess them? Please do. Home Alone. Correct. Yeah, don't just nod. This is a, a Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Show. I was looking for it on my <laughs> no, list, no. so I'm ta- okay. taking it off. Yes. Die Hard. Okay, Ooh. so... Oh, it's not in your five? That is in the five, but I'm saving it for yes. Christmas Day. So you... I haven't you... watched it, but I've guessed in the five, right? Mm-hmm. Now this is where I'm not as privy okay. to the list. That one with um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, is that his name? I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'll Be Home for JTT. Christmas. I, no, that's no. a top of Slater's list. Shit. and I went. That's to, why I'm thinking of it. I went to him for some influence. Oh. But... Jingle know. all the way. Correct. <laughs> I threw it out there. Arnie Schwarzenegger. Turbo Man and Sinbad. Great. Great, great, great. Yes? All right. So That's got... it. That's all I got. What are your others? All right. You ready for this? So I got three out of the five. Home Alone 2. Oh. <laughs> Lost in <laughs> New York. <laughs> what about Die Hard 2? That's Christmas as it well. It is, but it's not in the five. Damn. All right. And uh, one that I haven't watched in a long time, usually because I haven't had the means, mm. but absolute favorite, Bad Santa. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Billy Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. The former Mr. Angelina Jolie. What's your thoughts on Elf? It's not It comes up it I, comes up a lot. Here's the thing. It, talking to Slater because he was doing some recommendations, he said Love Elf that. and Grinch are mm. god tier Christmas movies. Damn. I don't mind Grinch. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I haven't watched Elf since I first seen it. Right. And I didn't like it because I'm not a Christmas guy. Yeah. And also I, I was just like, What's real fucked up? Like the one the one time I laughed in that entire movie is when he gets hit by a car and because <laughs> he's hurt. Man well, down, just, man down. He's just so out of like which is why I need to watch it again through a different yeah, lens. Like I gotta be like, okay, he's an elf seeing the real world for the first time. He doesn't know what a car is. He's just like gleefully walking down the street and like has no awareness. Mm-hmm, he's like mm-hmm. a toddler and the car just cleans him up. Fucking that's the only <laughs> thing I remember from the movie. And I was like, Sergi Ray, stupid elf. You anyway, I also watched the South Park post-COVID special, which is on Paramount Plus. Oh, yes. It's like an hour-long thing. How'd you get Paramount Plus, man? Didn't. Illegally downloaded it. <laughs> Hello, Someone's VPN. got a VPN in this yep. house, yes. Hey, we're paying for it. And uh, that was good because it's the boys in the future and they're just getting out of COVID, so it's 40 years down the track. Do they look the same? No, they're 40 years of age. Oh, but damn. all of them have basically turned into their, their dads. Okay. It's funny. And uh, yeah, that's that's the movies besides Red Notice, which you brought up. Yes. But now I got and it. Crime Story Impeachment, which you also watched. I said movies, watched. you ah, fucking play. I messed up, didn't I? Yeah. So I watched Impeachment. Yeah. Uh, I found found a nice new little cartoon series mm-hmm. on uh, the Disney Plus. Do called, tell. Called Solar Opposites. It's from okay. one half oh. of the team that created Rick and Morty. Yep. So I watched the first two seasons of that. It's you were fun. telling me about this. Yeah, it's an alien family. They're technically a team, but they're like a family. 
uh, that crash land on Earth and yep. they've got this thing that basically is like their dog or baby, but they're waiting for it to age so then it can terraform the planet and they can take it over. So it's basically them adjusting to everyday life in the human world right? while trying to fix their spaceship and waiting for this thing to evolve so they can leave. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, they just – regular shit. Like, Third Rock and the Sun vibes. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But they're noticeably alien. Right. Yeah. I watched season one, two, three, and four of South Park on the old DVDs. Yeah, nice. I finished. I finished Brooklyn Nine Nine, <gasps> season eight. Yes. I don't. Oh, no, you're sad because it's ended. Uh, hence why I've started rewatching it from the start. So it hasn't ended. I just and there was a lot of stuff that happened. I'm like, why Jake have to quit his job? Mm, interesting. He wanted to be stay at home. What do you think when he single? woke up in the hospital? <laughs> I'm not even remembering. He wakes up and they're pretending he's been asleep for years. Oh, so they're messing with him. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is this actually happening? Yeah. So do not say that it has. And then they're like, yeah, I, th- I think I literally had my arms out. Like, you're not actually fucking yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah, and yeah. then they didn't. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> thank God. That worked out well for everybody. Oh, and I also watched season five and six of The Simpsons on the Disney Plus. Nice. And uh, I'd just like to also point out that I have been watching comedy specials as per my Sunday. Mm-hmm. I could probably tell you exactly how many fucking weeks it's been. One, two, yeah, three, true. four, five. You've been doing it a while. <laughs> oh, he's got to start again. He got to five. <laughs> it's been like ten weeks, man. Ten weeks. That's good. It's not bad. Two and a half months. Nine, nine, nine to ten weeks. Anyway. So you're still I, keeping it up, watching those comedy specials. Yeah. Nice way to end the week or start it, depending on how you view yeah, Sunday. I, I treat it as ending my week. Weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Weekend, people, not week start. That's all I have to say. Move it on. That's how I feel. Anyway, I'll talk about them next time because I don't want to talk about them now. <laughs> and uh, also, I listen to Every Time I Die's new record. Oh. Radical, which I highly recommend if you're into like dirty rock, southern rock, new metal. It's just a good time. And... uh we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and be back after these messages. Wavy gravy trailies. That's right. Continuing the theme of things we've watched lately, trailers. Having gone to the cinema Saturday night to see Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, I did see a few new trailers. Just quickly, they were the 355, which the trailer came out like a year and a half ago and then COVID. That's the one with Jessica Chastain and a whole b- another whole bunch of female ensemble castmates. Um, feels like Mission Impossible meets Ocean's 8. There you go, I said it. Uh, Matrix 4, which is Revelations, Resolutions, Resolu- yep, something with an R, and Uncharted with, with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, which is based on the Uncharted franchise, PlayStation franchise games, that is. Um, Wait, that's, that's also- a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Oh, fuck, I keep forgetting this. Yeah. And then the other one what you and I just watched together, um, it's called The Lost City, and it features our girl. Sandy B, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and a little cameo there, a little salt and pepper, Brad Pitt. His father was a weatherman. <laughs> his father was a, was a weatherman. And it's like the sort of film that you just always need in your life because it's a little bit mindless. It's fun action. There's 
lots of comedy going on. I love when Sandy does comedy. I also love when she does drama. Um, it's um, just what you need sometimes. So I think I will see that. Although I can't remember if it's had a date. I won't be seeing it in the cinema most likely, but I'll definitely yeah. watch it when I have the means to because that looks like a decent, fun I movie. feel like it'll be a fun one to go with one of my girlfriends like Beck. So I don't mm. think Boys Club will see it, but that would be a good one to go with some girlfriends. I so. hope that we're just getting a tame version of it. I yeah. hope it's like silly violent like The Spy Who Dumped Me. Like, yeah, that that would be great. That is a great film. Recommend that highly. Um, have you watched any other trailers? Nah, oh, sh- not that I can remember to be truthful and also, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a good way to finish this segment. Did you hear that Dexter's back? That's pretty fucking sick. Dexter, new blood. Shut the fuck up. That sound for the Dexter song. Means that we're talking about the weekly topic. Oh, yeah. And as you can see Girl. from our title for 801, Venom, Let There Be June. <laughs> so we are running with that. Yeah, Yay. we'll, we'll, we'll cool. go with that. We'll I go like with it. that. Not that it's locked in stone just yet, but I better stick with my word. Uh, we're going to talk about two relatively new film releases. Um, did you want to take it away with Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage? Yeah, all right. So here, here's what happens. All right, all right, all right. We got Eddie Brock, and he's like, what's up? I'm here. I'm sharing my body with my symbiote. His name be Venom, and he's fucking up my crib. Also, I got a lovely letter from my boy, Cletus Cassidy, who in the previous film, in the, the, the scene after the credits, he had a stupid red curly hairdo. In this movie, he's got a more conservative little comb oh, over. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. And... Uh, Cletus is all like, hey, man, that ain't no blood. And. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm speeding things along. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like a it. A lot of nothing happens in that movie. And, uh, well, this is how you sold it to me. You got to watch it. One, it's 90 minutes. So I know I'm not. It's not a huge, you know, Justice League, Zack Snyder commitment. And you're like, you got to watch it for this one key moment. Which I had to wait to the end credits for what you were talking about. But Literally we can give spoilers because this movie's been out a while and I feel like not as many people are going to see it as what they're going to be seeing. Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the credits, old boy Eddie is in a hotel room. And he, he there's some fuckery going around it. It's almost like... A bit of trickery. A, a Doctor Strange or somebody just, you know, moved him through a multiverse or right? something. Right? So there's a big wrong. flash and he wakes up in someone else's room. He's like, how did I get here? And the guy's like, oi, that's mine, room guy. And this is not before he actually looks at the TV screen and breaking news... Peter Parker, a.k.a. Tom Holland, has been revealed as public enemy number one, the true identity of Spider-Man, telling us that... Mr. J. Jonah Jameson. What? That's the guy who said it. J. Yeah, Jonah yeah, Jameson. he's a... Uh, yeah, the and in this, J.K. Simmons. In, in the MCU's version of the Spider-Verse, he's like the the podcasting mm. TV presenter one like we had Correct. in the Spider-Man game where he just yes. hates, hates the yes. spider. Yes, 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 yes. It's a fun element. from the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, he was the guy in the newsroom buying pictures off of gotcha. Peter Parker, not knowing that Peter Parker was taking the pictures of Spider-Man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being Spider-Man, mm. which is pretty impressive to be truthful. Got to have to set that timer perfectly. That's it. And so obviously with that, you're like, okay, he's seeing Tom Holland where... <laughs> Venom wasn't previously yeah, in just, the MCU. Just remembered, we're still talking about Venom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he is. So you're like, okay, that's very well-timed considering Spider-Man's just about to drop. Um, and then if you've seen it, you'll see 
if and how Venom might appear in that film. But we're not talking about that. We're We're still talking about about Venom and how good my man's (gasps) Woodrow Harrelson was in in the role of Cletus Cassidy. And he looked like just a hillbilly pimp most of that movie once he got out of the prison. That broad's name, Naomi Harris, I think. English English actress. Can't remember, but she was very good. Yes. Naomi Harris. I feel like she's been in the Bond films. But anyway, that's another story. Probably good for her. Uh, it was very fast-paced, wasn't it, because of the time? Kind of, but also time, there but was a lot of nothing happening in so many parts. I did chuckle a few times. Like, he's yeah. throwing shit around in his apartment and the TV and shit end up going out the window. <laughs> this guy's walk, homeless guy's walking down the street. Keep it down up there! <laughs> it's, like, it's like clearly a fight or some sort of chaos occurring. He's all he can tell him is just keep it down up there. What did I you think of uh, Michelle Williams? She's barely in it. Yeah, but what she did, what did you think of her? What did she do? Well, she basically befriended Venom and, you know, <laughs> the, the symbiote and her were like, you know. Besties. Up? Like, are you going to make us cry? And they all hated I didn't mind it. I like that he's... A, that was yeah. I forget his name, but that was <laughs> Yeah, funny. he's from... Um, he's from Veep, which is an excellent TV show. And he's in a show I'm watching at the moment called Why Women Kill. <laughs> so he's popping up in a few places. It's weird how that happens. Um, but yeah, Venom was okay. Yeah, but I mean, I... Comfortably, only recommended for that last thing yeah. that happens. Just to see how t- how it ties. And that in. was more so for shock value for me anyway. And you hadn't seen Spider Man. No, that point, no, that's so right. You... That's why I watched it only a couple of days before I went to screen the screening because if he came up in any way, then I wanted to know why or how. I wanted context. So that's what I was intending on having by watching that. Context. Context. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite c word. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's uh, conjugal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of all the words, conjugal. Not cake. No, okay. I don't like cake. You should know. Conjugal it is. Preach. Um, what was your favorite part of the Venom movie? Uh, <laughs> keep it down. Up there. All right, cool. There were a few things like that, but I'm forgetting the other ones. Because like, when I messaged you, like, guess what I'm watching tonight? That's right, Venom 2. And you're like, what do you think so far? I'm like, oh, I'm getting a couple of chuckles out of it, but I'm waiting for the moment. I'm like, is it in the first half yeah. or the back half? Because like, I was halfway through at this point. You're like, yeah, definitely back half. And I'm like, could have told me it was the very end. And I could have probably just watched that after credits clip on YouTube. So if you're out there not wanting to commit or don't know how to access Venom 2 because it's a bit tricky. It's only 90 minutes. You'll love it. But you won't love it, mate. <laughs> you might dislike it very much. You'll but... like it. And then you'll break up with it and say, it's not you, it's me. And it's definitely them, and they'll know. <laughs> um, and so our other weekly feature is uh, Dennis Villeneuve. I'm guessing he's French. Uh, the latest. Ah, so it would be Denise. Ah. Denise Villeneuve. Denise Villeneuve. Ah, you smell like used sushi. I need, I need to say, do you, do, every time I say June, it's like I'm saying June, July, but it is June, as in yeah. D-U-N-E. <laughs> um, well, you could say it like a Scottish or an Irishman. Down. Down. <laughs> so I can't do it like I you. I saw down. I saw down. I remember I it read the It sounds like you're saying I slow down. <laughs> I saw down. <laughs> Let's just move away from that. I'll go to singing Coco Jumbo. Something better than this. Oh, my God. So you saw down. I saw down. Every time I need to say the title, I'll just point to you. All right. Um, so I read. Down. By Frank Herbert earlier in the year, and it's a classic sci-fi. It's been around sixty years. I think I've picked up the fiftieth anniversary version. Fifty or sixty years. Um, 
this it comes it's not in the trailers or on your movie stub or anything like that but it's actually june hang on dune part one and it covers obviously dune is a trilogy of books and this covers the first book and a half and part two of dune will be the other book and a half of the trilogy so there were little bits towards the end there that i was less familiar with because it wasn't in the first book i didn't absolutely love the book i've got friends that are obsessed with it and very excited and praised and preached this film being very very close to the book and i did enjoy it more having read it i think because it's very heavy sci-fi so it's very otherworldly and you can feel a little bit disoriented or disjointed by uh, everything that's happening on the screen um it's got timothy shamala jason momoa rebecca ferguson oscar Oscar Isaac. isaac um uh, Zendaya. The, yeah, Zendaya. Oh, shit. I forget about that. And um, Brolin. Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin as well. Because I'm like, you could do this for an MCU breakdown. And don't forget um, Stellan Skarsgård, the father of yes. his sons. Yeah. <laughs> the Skarsgård father. Yeah, he was the creepy, creepy, creepy character. Um, so you got very, very awesome cast. I remember seeing a full double page spread on this in um, Empire Magazine a couple of years ago and I'm like, this looks exciting just based on the cast. And that's why oh, I read Sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy and the book. Batista, Dave Batista. Sorry, yeah. moving on. Oh Dave Batista was another <clears throat> one that was in Dune. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very cyber, but it's very well done. The uh the music, the soundtrack is very intense and I'm like, what's the what's the connection to d- intense Dune? soundtracks? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well this director um, is known for Blade Runner 2049, which also has a very intense score. And that was a little tie-in that I noticed. He's also directed Sicaro and one of my all-time favourite sci-fi films, The Arrival, with Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. I did that one all right. It's it was just, all right. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. Not bad? Definitely won't be calling back to it or anything. <laughs> you ain't getting on SNL. <clears throat> Shit. Um, so, look, that's all I'll really say about it. Dune. All I'll say about Doom. Timothy Shaw, I was reading the book with my year eights. Oh, is that the film that's got Timothy Shaw coming out? How do they know this kid? Because I know he's everywhere. Well, like, I mean, I saw him in the, the Interstellar. Right. And then he was in Little Women, but I don't think they would have really seen that. And then he was in Call Me By Your Name, which is about him falling in love with another man. Again, don't think that's a film they would have gone and but, seen. But he's a guy. And I think it's just because they know from social media who he is and that he's pretty. He's like, I, I don't know what the kids look at these days. I'm, yeah. guess, I'm guessing <laughs> it like is social him, media. And they was, love Tom Holland. And I was I was going to say he's like on the cover of their teen beat, but they wouldn't have that anymore. <laughs> so yeah, just... Uh, teen magazine. Yeah. Can't remember what some of the other ones were called. TV uh, hits or something. That was TV hits, definitely yeah. one of them. TV, TV hits. Barely legal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask my sister. She bought all those fucking magazines. So basically, if you're into your sci-fi, if you've read the book and really like the book or want to see the book transformed into a visuals, into the aesthetics, then I definitely recommend it for you. And it's definitely a uh, cinema film, something you want to see on the big screen with the score really loud and all of the special effects. looks really, really impressive. I definitely know I don't want to. I think the original film adaptation was about 1984. Real, real old school. Looks terrible. I wouldn't be able to sit through it. Hasn't aged well is what you're saying. It hasn't aged well at all. So I definitely haven't seen that one for comparison, but apparently that director didn't even read the book. 
and was just basing it off loosely from the script that was written for him. So you can see why um, dedicated fans weren't as impressed with that version of it and are really, really clutching to this 2021 release. So, uh, and part two's been greenlit. So look forward to that in the future. Just a question from me. Love that. How long, thank you. How, how long is the film? I think it's close to two and a half hours. And this is just between you and me, nothing to do with our lists now. <laughs> Would you recommend it for old MJK? Uh, I don't know. Are you into? How are you into like s- weird sci-fi? Like, well, there's weird people and creatures in it, like attuned to Star Wars sort of realm. See, I'm not like those sorts of armies a and Star Wars-ish guy. That's I mean, it's not Star Wars, but, but well, what I was gonna say is Star Wars is very I loved I love Blade Runners. Yep. Fifth Element's one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. but that's you know like basically an action comedy in space. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I mean, I guess the latest Planet of the Apes with Woody Harrelson would be the closest I got to, like, kind of science fiction. Yeah, that true. I was, like, really was like, oh, my God. That's well, everyone said that the pace was pretty slow because it's building up. But I, I actually found the pace wasn't bad. And I'm I'm a battler with something that's a little slowly drawn out. But I found that it was chopping from one thing to the next pretty quickly. And I'm obviously visualizing it from the book going, yeah, I remember this. And, okay, this is a different interpretation. Um, I don't know. Because I'm never going to read that book. No, oh, absolutely me. not. And I don't think you you need to. I would say I recommend it for you when it gets on the streaming services. Okay. To check it out. So don't, um, I definitely, I like, even though you're recommending to go see it, I'm not going to see so it. Don't go to the cinemas and wait for it to be streamed. Okay. Is it anything like the movie The Meg with Jason Statham? <laughs> <laughs> go the 180 opposite of that. Okay. So they're on land with a shark. It's most like Blade Runner 2049. That's real slow build up, very weird world that's just so different to our own that's basically all you can say very serious it's not meant to be funny in any real sense of the word um great cast though so you could get a kick out of it Hmm. (laughs) or not All right, now with my man's schoolboy Q Mental, you landed a G's. We're bringing y'all to a new segment, <gasps> and what are we calling it, Jade? Pitch, please. So I'll be walking in to the pitch room where Jade is awaiting mm-hmm. patiently to hear my pitch for a Come TV, over here. <laughs> <laughs> TV show, movie, reality series, whatever the fuck. And, comes uh, to your brain, really. Whatever comes to my brain. So and, you want me to green light it? And well, that's my that's my goal. And hopefully, by the end of the pitch, I'll either get greenlit or <laughs> politely asked to leave. Where <laughs> I'll right, be, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> fuck off. And uh, if you want to have some input at home, you can always send us message by Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Would you green light it? Maybe you disagree with me. Hashtag nap. Hashtag pitch, please. Have a bit of. Hashtag agree to disagree in some cases. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the green room. All right. Thanks for having You're me. You're already on the right start because it's a green room. So, MJK, right. what have you got to pitch, please? All right. Here it goes. So, I'm thinking in the vein of South Park meets The Ultimate Fighter. It's an animation called Cockfights. <laughs> and it's about these chickens 
and they're all there for a living. They cockfight, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they've they've all got the personalities of. It's a very diverse group, you know. You got Miguel; he's the lead one. He's like the prize cock. Then you got you got Lil Dre. Mm. <laughs> he's he's the he's the weaselly one, but not in that kind of way. In the sense of like he always gets one out on you. He's like Cassius Clay. And then you got Wong. He's the the one with the calculator in his top pocket. <laughs> so, but just so everyone knows that you can relate to to any one of them, and. Why why are you getting invested in cockfights? It, yeah, it's a play on words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fun. And also, where can we go with this? Why 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 would you th- want to see nine episodes or something on Netflix, half hour a piece? What's going to make you want to tune in? What's what's going to drive the story? Well, for example, they come out they got they got new threats every week. So f- for example, my pilot pitch is the gang, let's call them the La Chicarucas. <laughs> They find out that there's a new horse in town who wants to take him down, Top Cock. So they, they need to train their balls off. They end up doing a bunch of steroids and getting into some wacky shenanigans. And then when they show up to the fight, they find out it's a crocodile in a chicken outfit. Mm-hmm. And then instead of seeing the fight go down, they'll just say something like, ah, fuck, cut to credits, cliffhanger. <laughs> Love a good cliffhanger. It's how you keep your audiences in. Um, so is this an animation? Yes. Right. You did say South Park meets UFC, so yes. I figured it was somewhere in between. And wait, these are personified chickens? Meaning? Like they're roosters but with voices. Roosters with voices. Gotcha. Hum- hum- like basically think any animation where like a dog or something is Family deleted. guy or whoever. Well, no, no. Like it's, it's a world where chickens are like the humans. Gotcha. Or, they're, also they're all animals are like humans. It's, right. Everyone's equal in that sense. Yeah, but there is no humans. So instead of having, uh, gotcha. instead of having you know, roast chicken for dinner, they have roast turkey. And <laughs> their neighbor's probably a turkey like, bro, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> okay. And... Um, you know, you've mentioned some very specific characters. Who are some voices you can hear, some celebrity voices you can hear playing them so that will give me a bit more of an idea of what they might sound well, like? Well, Miguel, I'm already thinking my man's Michael Pena. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he would be the Big perfect, fan, big fan. He'd be a perfect lead for that. And uh, Lil Dre, I thought it could go towards, hmm, I, I was thinking maybe like an Adam Sandler part. Damn. Yeah. What about Wong? Wong, that's an easy one. The guy who plays Chong Chi. Chong Chi. <laughs> Chong Chi. Cool. It could even be like Aquafina. Doesn't have to be a man, Perfect. right? Yeah. Where are your cocks. female characters? They're they're they are the, <laughs> They're the support crew. So they're all like for example, okay. Miguel's missus, she's just money driven, which is probably a bad stereotype. <laughs> but she she's like, Miguel, you gotta get out there and mix the monies. <laughs> And he's, he's like, baby, I'm trying. I'm trying to go out there to make the money. And right. she's like, you got to fight that crocodile in the chicken outfit. And he's like, what you talking about? So we probably don't hear that in the first episode. <laughs> we hear that later. Cause Save it the, for later. Cause the cliffhanger. Keep it up your sleeve. And then you know what? If we do have an Aquafina type, she, mm. can, she can be the one who's always, you know, selling them stuff like oh good these, good i these, like it it's not just the, new, the girlfriend or wife yeah she's yeah. like these are these are the new the new boots that, that'll get you like dancing like cassie's clay muhammad ali mm-hmm, and they'll mm-hmm. be all like yeah all right how much and she'll be like three hundred dollars <laughs> and they'll be like that's a little steep and she'll be like this is the only pair and then they'll buy them and then she'll go to the next guy and be like these boots will have you dancing like cassie's clay and they'll be like Aye. gotcha and she's like they're the only pair for you baby <laughs> last question for mm-hmm. you you say you've got episodic conflict what do you see as the overarching storyline for season one 
there's let's say there's a threat to the the La Cucaricha's collective because <laughs> they're they're, okay. they're like a gym, if you will, like an gotcha. American top team, or you know Black Zillions, uh, you know, in the in the mixed martial arts world. Uh-huh. And say there's, see, say there's something financially driven where the, the big dogs are trying to come in and scoop up all their talent. So it's essentially they're they're gotcha. just you know they're they're trying to keep their heads above water. They're prize fighters, but the prize is to make sure that their crew you know can stay as, gotcha. as a collective. Bit of unity. Yeah, and again, no, no spoilers, but there'll definitely be a cliffhanger. At the end of that. <laughs> You're loving those cliffhangers. Now, if we're going to be on a streaming service, then we're going to need that pretty much at the end of every episode. It works well to keep our streamers tuning into three four episodes at a time because we like to keep them hanging around so that's something to consider moving forward young mjk righteous um i do like the idea the visualizations of these cartoon characters all these roosters personified in a fighting ring it's just something i haven't really seen it's a great name too right cockfights cockfights little play on words bit cheeky shows us that it's adult audience not a young audience which is what i think is trending quite right now with um animation so uh you know what i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a season all right <laughs> 10 eps you got 10 eps sweet can i get an advance <laughs> i got some drugs i want to buy <laughs> yes i need, mean no <laughs> i'm gonna need a lot of cocaine right uh, 10 episodes <laughs> I'm going to send you to another room you're gonna <laughs> sign some paperwork and i will not be a part of your crack cocaine Addiction. Down. Don't. Go on then. Fuck off. <laughs> Maybe something we could offer f- to our Patreon so we can get some. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to be in it. Could be a video of me dancing to our songs as they Yeah, but that, that's literally what you do. If, if you're right. already like a content creator and say for the most part you put it out for free, you say like... Hey, here's us having an exclusive conversation while gotcha. maybe, I don't know. While I'm cooking halloumi burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Or it's me like cooking halloumi burgers in my accent that I was doing. Can I Can I just say something? Mm. Thank you for making those halloumi burgers. You're very welcome. And those uh, sweet potato chibis. They're really good. I've impressed myself with my cooking since getting HelloFresh. I actually like being in the kitchen more. And uh, you hear that? That's an endorsement, HelloFresh. Right. She's doing this for free right now. <laughs> Fuck you, sponsor us and shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take some free boxes. <laughs> yeah. She's always looking for a free box. Yeah. <laughs> and you throw that in there somehow. Yeah. But uh, that does bring us to the conclusion of this particular episode. But I'm glad that we're back with said season eight with many episodes to come. And who knows? This could be the first season where we constantly plug our Patreon. So. <laughs> yeah. We've <laughs> we've been going for 70 episodes and this is the first one, the 71st episode that we've even said the word Patreon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, there's a first for anything. doesn't matter how old you get or how many episodes you get into something. We still got some fresh ideas. We've got some new conversations to be happening. Yeah. You heard a new segment for yeah. the first time. Shit. Cock fights. Boom. Co- <laughs> Man, we already got some sound bites. <laughs> we got some sound bites. More things for the Patreon. So, <laughs> if, uh, you know, 
keep coming back. We we respect that you listen in each time. Yeah, thanks, Amelia. <laughs> it's just you, me, and Amelia. <laughs> Um, and to anyone else, and Ricky, we know we got our fan, Ricky. Um, and yeah, uh, Kip Crew represent one love to Char. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram, all one word, not another podcast with two T's, or check us out on Twitter, tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, good night.